Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined as always by the man who put some cash in the bag last night. It's Captain Tibbs. And Silver, I'm happy to say that I'm also the proudest damn papa that you could see in this entire company because that cash got cashed in. That is right, Tibbs, because of course last night, your boy Chuck Tibbs, he wanted to rewrite history and he did just that. Not only winning the cash in the bag match, but cashing in on the very same night to become the JWF World Heavyweight Champion in what was an absolutely amazing moment. That is a, that is one of those moments that you look, look back on years into the future and say, that that is the minute when I knew that man was a star. Oh, Sills is bringing another tear to my eye so quick just thinking about it. To know that your bloodline is being carried on in this fantastic company, in this business. Well, it just lets an old man rest peacefully. That's right. In addition to that, we had some of the other amazing title matches. The War Wizards, our JWF Tag Team Champions, successfully defending their titles against the Blockbusters. And then Tibbs, they're calling it the eight-star classic. Our JWF Captain's Champion, the Dylan, issued an open challenge. He said he wanted to put on the greatest wrestling match of all time, and he did just that when he came toe-to-toe with none other than the Rainmaker himself, Kazuchika Okada. Uh, Okada taking a long trip here from Japan to make to put on one of the best damn matches I've ever seen in my entire life, Sills. But at the very end of it, the Dylan was victorious. He retained the captain's championship. He was perfection incarnate. That is right, Tibbs. But speaking of the Dylan, speaking of JWF as a whole, a couple of months ago when JWF Ignition started, when we effectively rebooted this entire organization, we made a promise. We said things would change. We would say that wins and losses matter. And Tibbs, I'll be honest, we've been paying attention, but we haven't exactly kept our promise, which is why today we want to do the first ever JWF Power rankings. Let you people at home know where our wrestlers sit. Let the let you guys know exactly who these men are and how dominant they've been in Tibbs, our tag division. Well, they have been dominant lately. I tell you what. Mm, of course, Sills. We've been having a renaissance of tag team wrestling since our reboot. Since earlier this year, when the only two real tag teams on the scene were... The wild-eyed Southern boys, they were the VWO, but now we have so many great teams. Could you list them off, Sills? That's right. I mean, you were talking about the wild-eyed Southern boys. We started this year thinking they were going to be dominant, but ever since the reboot, the Southern boys have been lacking just a little bit. Unfortunately, losing their two efforts going into the wrestling ring. And, of course, the number four position, we have the brand-new Mr.'s cash in the bag the team known as bananas in pajamas and of course they have had losses they've had ties they have yet to have a tag team victory outside of that cash in the bag match and i think those men they need to get that under their belt before they can even think about cashing in that briefcase well you said it sills they got lucky last night 
They were the ones, they were the team that took the first ever tag team cash in the bag. And now they got to be sure that they can use it. That's right. Number three are, of course, the team that were unsuccessful last night in their efforts to try to take the JWF Tag Team titles, the men known as the Blockbusters. Only having one match here in this company, but it was a failing effort. But, Tibbs, let's not forget, there's been a little bit of controversy concerning the end of that match. Lawrence Whitney, the manager of the Blockbusters, said that the Bone Crusher broke up the pin at the end of the match. He said that our referee, Shibata, he should have called it out. But instead, of course, he called it a three. Right down the middle, Shibata is a faithful referee, we think, and we agree with him. But I don't know if Lawrence is going to share that sentiment. Probably not, Sills. We reviewed all the footage. We did all that we could. But it looked like that the pin, the pin was legal. The pin was not broken up before that third count. And that's what we're going to stick with. That's right. In number two in the tag rankings, the VWO, one of the most dominant teams in history, had success with a record of one win, no losses, but unfortunately two ties under their belt, which is why our number one tag team in the division is a team that we didn't think we'd ever see come together. The team of the Hammerman and FOMO-san. Two singles wrestlers thrown together randomly, but at the end of the day, every time those men get in the ring, they dominate tips. 100% Sills. FOMO-san is a man that seems like a bulwark of a human. He can't be knocked down by normal means. And the Hammerman is... Sills, he's the Hammerman. That's right, but now let's move on to our singles rankings, and this is where things get interesting. At number five, we have the man who was unsuccessful last night in that triple threat match, Guy Fieri, winning two matches since the reboot, but losing three. In number four, a man who I know you're a fan of, the Hammerman, coming in at 2-2, two, two. and see, this is the issue. Hammerman, he's number four in the singles rankings. He's number one in the tag rankings. I think the Hammerman has to make a decision what side he's on at this point. <sighs> that, that, that would be a hard decision to make, Sills. The Hammerman, of course, he's he made his name being a singles wrestler, but now he's in a dominant team with Vobos on, and he's starting to flounder in singles wrestling. And I, I'm, I hate to say that, but a 50-50 percentage win-loss record... It might just not cut it, Sills. That's right. Number three, a man who was flying around the ring doing some impressive things at cash in the bag but didn't claim the briefcase was the man known as Hollywood Holcher. I mean, he basically started off uh, on the first day of JWF Ignition, and he's been working fast ever since. Only one loss under his belt, which, of course, came during the JWF Captain's Title Tournament, the best of the best tournament, where he was unfortunately bested by the man known as the Dylan. <laughs> and we'll get to him. Uh-huh, number two, of course, the former champion, Scotty Moore, 3-1. He's only had one loss in this company since we've rebooted, and it was, of course... Last night at Cash in the Bag against Chuck Tibbs, but you said we'd talk about him. Tibbs, let's talk about him. Our JWF Captain's Champion, number one in the rankings, the man known as the Dylan, 6-0. Oh. 
I mean, I want you to look at these other men in the rankings. Scotty Moore, he's only had four matches. Hollywood Hulcher, uh, four. Guy Fieri's had five. That Dylan has had six consecutive matches, and he's yet to lose a single one of them. I mean, and I'll be honest, his record is such that if he wanted a match against Chuck Tibbs, if he wanted to go for the JWF Championship, unify the titles, we couldn't tell him no. No, Sills, his record is immaculate, and some some people might say he's been trying to pad him out, but no, he has wins over people like Kazuchika Okada, Sills, the biggest win of his career, and that put him 6-0. and I don't think that there's anything that anybody could say against the Dylan's proficiency in the ring and the fact that he is a real technical spectacle. That's right. The thing that shocked me, Tips, when we got these pieces of paper telling us the power rankings, surprisingly absent is the man known as Momoa Curry, the longest reigning JWF champion of all time. He has a record of zero and two in this company. Momoa's throwing up a big goose egg when it comes to JWF. And I got a question. It's not something we really like to think about, but... In this new JWF, where wins and losses matter, where having a dominant record of 6-0 like the Dylan matters, do you think Momoa, a man with that old-school mentality where he only wants to wrestle at the big pay-per-views, and we, he's not been successful lately, do you think that mindset's going to hurt him going into the future? Well, Sills, with this new with this new power ranking structure that we have, we have... I- I think it already has. You got you got to look at where he is right now, Sills. This has got to be your place. Momoa Curry, he had this great resurrection of his own sort last year. He came back more willing and ready to fight. as better than I've ever seen him. But since we started, since Wrestlepalooza, Sills, he's just not been able to get that same fire, energy, momentum behind him. And I... I don't know if this is where the flavor of Momoa Curry starts to die or not. I don't know, Tibbs, but why don't we go backstage where we have sent one of our top interviewers to hear what Momoa thinks about all of this. Let's have a listen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Honeypot McVapen in space here, backstage with the man who who was defeated by Scotty Moore last night at Cash in the Bag, Momoa Curry. Now, Momoa... Oh, my uh, God! Tibbs! Tibbs, it's Guy Fieri! It's Guy Fieri, the third man in that triple threat from last night. The number five in the power rankings coming from out of nowhere, just beating the living hell out of Momoa Curry before... Oh, my God, just jacking the jaw with that knockout punch. What in the world's Guy Fieri thinking? I, I, I don't know, Sills. Uh, we just talked about it. He's higher in the rankings than Momoa Curry. He doesn't have anything to fight Momoa Curry about right now. Hey, hey! Why are you interviewing him? Huh? Huh? Why the hell would you be interviewing this clown right now? Huh? Tell me that. <clears throat> uh, well, well um, I'm sorry, but that, that's my job. I was just sent to interview Momoa Curry. Oh, for... oh right. The higher-ups. The big guys. Once again, ignore Guy Fieri. Because what? Oh, Momoa Curry's the marketable one, right? He's the big name. He's the longest reigning champion of all time. Well, let me ask you this, McDonald. How would you introduce me if you had to interview me? Because I guarantee you, you wouldn't be interviewing me as the man who lost 
last night. Hell, they were just talking about it. I'm number five in the power rankings. I am dominant. And I'm not a loser. At the end of the night, at cash in the bag, I didn't lose. I did not fail. I had Scotty Moore and Momoa Curry bloodied and broken. I was on the cusp of becoming the JWF World Heavyweight Champion, but one quick SMG from Scotty Moore out of nowhere, right? That's what you guys like to say. And he pinned Momoa Curry to the mat behind my back. Go back and watch the tapes, McDonald. I was already standing by the time the pinfall was counted. I wasn't broken. I wasn't beaten. I wasn't even fucking bleeding. And yet, the JWF higher-ups once again want to consider me the afterthought. Oh, especially, especially after what happened next, right? Ooh, it's the big story. Rewriting history. Chuck Tibbs managed to sneak away with the title. Now, let me ask you this. What do you think is next for our new champion? T- tell me, Honey Pot, what do you think? A rematch against Scotty Moore? What, oh, oh, wait, what about this? Maybe this fuckhead. Maybe Momoa gets another shot. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I know, I know, I know. I know Captain Tibbs. I know Captain Tibbs. He's just gonna give the fucking Hammerman a shot, right? You see, I've seen the line to get a title shot in this company, and while I should be standing firmly at the front of it, I'm not. Because Captain Tibbs has his favorites, and it's become clear that I'm not one of them. So it's my job to start taking all of the JWF's golden boys and systematically destroy them piece by piece. And I'm going to start with the biggest dog in the yard. Oh my god, Tibbs! Guy Vietti! Guy Vietti has picked up Momoa Curry and oh my god, just hits that vicious food fight maneuver through the catering table. Something has come unhinged in the King of Flavortown. And I don't know why he's doing it, Sills. Did he not listen to all of this trouble that we just went through with the damn power rankings? We're putting it out of... Of course the Hammerman would get a shot before you. He's higher in it. Damn it, Fietti. You're, you're a loose cannon, Fietti. I'm going to take your badge and your gun. Well, Tibbs, I'll be honest. It might have been the attention. Guy Fietti, he saw Momoa Curry getting interviewed. He he didn't see himself getting interviewed, even though he thought that was his spot. Uh, but be, like you said, there are many people that are already coming before him. The Hammerman, Scotty Moore, hell, even the Dylan, or maybe the man who is going to be fighting in this next match. The man known as Hollywood Hulcher Tips. Uh, well, Hollywood Hulcher, of course, already has an impressive record. He came out, defeated Blake Tanner, defeated Blake Tanner again, and I think that he's got some real momentum behind him. He's not just a flash in the pan like we originally thought he was going to be, trying to have a little bit of cash grab coming back to the company. Looks like he's here for the long haul. That's right, and he is facing off against a man who he was having some issues with last night at Cash in the Bag against the man known as A.J. Steele, the man with the body of steel, a man who 
let's be honest, other than that cash in the bag match is a relative unknown in the Ignition era. He has yet to really prove himself in the professional wrestling ring, but I think it's going to be a tough job doing that tonight as he faces off against Halcher. Uh-huh, AJ Steele, he's just a part-timer and snake oil salesman for the most part. He's rarely shown himself to be a, a true competitor. He only seems to come in when he can make the most money, but if he decides to start fighting more, maybe I'll have a place. That's right, you can hear the bell going ding, and look at this, AJ Steele and Hollywood Hulcher just locking up in the center of the ring, and Tibbs, I gotta know, do you think this is a wise move for Hulcher? I mean, a lockup. It's two bulls, two beasts jockeying for position, using strength to each other's advantage. And if you're Holcher, you gotta realize you shouldn't be locking horns with a man like AJ Steele. AJ Steele is stronger. He is bigger. Do you think this is smart? Nah, Sills, whatever you go against the size and strength advantage, it's never gonna end up well for you. Especially when you're... <laughs> Well, you've got an 18-wheeler coming at you, and you're just a four-door sedan. That's right. And you see AJ ducking behind, went for a back suplex. But, ooh, Holcher with the quickness, landing on his feet. A beautiful backflip before, ooh, leveling AJ with a big lariat, and then a massive heel kick. And now he's Irish whipping AJ into the corner. Hollywood Holcher looking for something big, but, oh, no, AJ. AJ's grabbed Shibata. He's grabbed the referee. He's pulling it in between them. And now AJ just using him as a human shield. And oh my God, just po poking Halter in the eye. Hollywood can't see. What the hell is AJ Steele thinking? I don't know, Sills. I don't think he's trying to do any. He, he hit that suplex. But ever since then, when Holcher started to look like he was getting some momentum, he started resorting to these dirty tactics. He poked him in the eyes, for God's sake. He used Shibata as a human shield. That's right. And you see AJ with a big advantage just tossing Holcher across the ring like a ragdoll. You can see Hollywood clutching at that eye in the corner trying to beg off. But, ooh! AJ just laying in the shot, stomping the proverbial mud hole in the man known as Hollywood Hulcher. And look at him just bragging to the crowd. You got nothing to brag about, AJ. You wouldn't be here right now if you didn't cheat, you son of a bitch. Exactly, Sills. You see what this guy is doing. Any moment that it looks like the tide's turning against him, he'll resort to any tactic until he gets the advantage again. And that's exactly what he's doing. That's right, and you see him even turning his back on Holcher, bragging to the crowd, but oh, you never turn your back on a man like Hollywood Holcher as he gets ready for the Skyliner, but no! AJ, AJ plucks him out of midair and drops him with a massive powerbomb. One, two, ooh, Holcher barely kicking out, and you can see the man with the body of steel looking furious right now, just screaming at Jabata. Uh, just saying that was a that was a three count, but I don't know if it's gonna get him anywhere. Doesn't look like it, Sills. You gotta listen to Shibata on this one. That's right, but oh look at this. Shibata distracting him, allowing Holcher to go for a roll-up. One, two, ooh, AJ kicks out. Both men back to their feet. AJ rushing around for a schoolboy. One, two, kick out! Holcher with a small package. One, two, AJ reverses. One, two, Holcher reverses. One, two, kick out. Just a beautiful series of pin attempts. The crowd going crazy as these two are just trying to do whatever it takes to win right now. 
It's like a seesaw on the Atlantic, Sills. That's right, but you can see Hulcher wanting to take it back. Get away from the pinning attempts. He wants to cause more punishment. Beautiful back elbow, then a second, and then topples the big man with a massive discus lariat before rushing towards the ropes, and he nails him with the lion salt. Both knees going into the chest, holds on for the pin. One, two, ooh, AJ kicks out, and oh, immediately grabs Hulcher in a chokehold. Hulcher's locked in, Tibbs. Hulcher's locked in that chokehold. What can he do right now? Oh, I don't know, Sills. It's going to be hard to get out of that kind of chokehold with those big arms of AJ Steele's. That's right, but you can see Hulcher jumping behind, and look at this, using the leverage, forcing AJ into a pin. One, ooh, Steele releases, and both men get back to their feet, both of them looking exhausted after what has been an absolutely technical masterclass. Now AJ with the big Irish whip sends Hollywood into the corner, and Tibbs, I think AJ Steele's looking to go up top, wants to do something vicious, setting Hollywood on the top rope, and I think AJ's looking for a big superplex to end it. Oh, and that might just destroy Hulcher Sills, just being tossed from the top rope by someone of AJ Steele's stature. He could break his neck. That's right. Oh, but wait a minute. Hulcher kicks AJ back. AJ's looking dazed. AJ's looking dizzy, and Hollywood takes advantage with a massive Skyliner from the top rope. That leg lariat just sends him to the center of the ring. And Tibbs, Hollywood's closing in. He knows he's there. He's about to pull out that move that brought him to the dance. The Hollywood Hills and hit. Wait, what? What the hell, Tibbs? What the hell was that? What was that weird sound? I don't know, Sills. I'm going to have to get someone from technical on that. The sound system must have screwed up or something. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to look into it. Look at this. Even Hollywood looks confused in the center of the ring. I'm sure what just happened, but AJ! AJ rolls him up! AJ rolls him up! One! Two! Three! Tibbs! AJ Steele just pinned the man who is number three in the power rankings, Hollywood Hulcher. AJ Steele just stole a pin right from underneath his nose. What the hell was going on in there? I don't know, Steele. It was obviously off that distraction, that static, whatever it was, wherever it came from. It, it apparently has some kind of effect on Hollywood Hulcher. Like he wasn't expecting it. Like, like, like he was confused. That's right. I mean, let's not forget Hollywood came in to this company teasing his arrival with these random static entrances. No one knew what it was about. Maybe these are the demons of Hollywood's past coming back to haunt him. And, and that's, that would scare the hell out of me if I was Hollywood Hulcher. I don't know, Sills. Maybe someone, someone somewhere has just got something in for Hollywood. Someone's wanting to just knock him down a peg or two. That's right, but an amazing match between those two men, like they had at Cash in the Bag, the Cash in the Bag match, which of course also featured Blake Tanner, also featured your son Chuck Tibbs, and also featured the men known as the Rising Sons, the Hammer Sons, if you will, the team of the Hammer Man and FOMO Son. And Tibbs, we say there's no friends in Cash in the Bag, but without... Other than a few short instances, those two men seem to be working together the entire time. 
That's right, Sills. There was a little bit of complication when one or two of them would start going for that briefcase, but really it looked like they were in it, so one of them could get cash in the bag. That's right, and we have actually got one of our top interviewers backstage with a Hammerman and FOMO song to hear how they feel about their failing attempts to get that briefcase. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Don the Don McDonald backstage here with two men that came up unsuccessful in last night's Cash in the Bag match, the Hammerman and FOMO Son. Now, boys, despite what happened last night, you both seem to be happy about the result. Uh, can you explain your reactions to last night's events? I mean... A lot of people came out of that match furious, right? They didn't want to come up short at cash in the bag. They wanted to claim their spot. But in my opinion, last night was one man's spot. And that man was Chuck Tibbs. You see, Chuck and I are very much cut from the same cloth. When we arrived here in the JWF, people considered both of us jokes. One-note characters that wouldn't go on to do anything and look at us now, McDonald. I'm a multiple-time captain's champion. Chuck's the JWF World Heavyweight Champion. Last night was Chuck Tibbs' night to claim what's his. But, <laughs> but, Chucky boy, Chucky, 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 let me tell you, the minute... You and the Hammer Man get in the ring. It's not going to be your night anymore. It'll be the Hammer Man's night, baby. And I'm going to take that JWF. Whoa, 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 hey, hey, What's this we got over here? Hey, it looks like we got a couple losers over here. Trying to justify the fact that... Oh, what what happened? What happened was, oh, they lost, oh, Joey. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, unlike us here, right, Johnny? Hey, oh, sorry. Let, let's introduce ourselves. My name's Cash. And you can call me The Bag. Because we are Mr. Cash in, in the, the Bag, bag baby. Baby, baby, baby. Well... Well, ladies and gentlemen, it appears that we're joined by the winners of last night's tag team cash in the bag match, Bananas and Pajamas. Yes, sir, that's it, that's right. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay, okay, shut shut up. What the hell are you guys doing here? Oh, we were just wondering why old McDonald here decided to interview a couple of failures when there were a couple future champions just down the hall. Hey, hey, that's right. A couple of hit makers, history changers, story boys, that's us. Big man on campus, baby. Oh, valedictorian. Wait, wait, wait. You, You know something? You're right. McDonald allowed me to introduce you to my friends, Bananas in Pajamas. They're going to be making history soon. Because in all of JWF history, no one's ever cashed in that briefcase and lost. But I'm sure you guys are going to change that history soon. Hey, you can bet, son. Of course we are. Wait, what? 
Wait, wait, was that a burn? Did he burn us? I think he burned us. Johnny, I think he burned us. I, don't I, you I, think I, you I, can I, burn no, us no, like no, that? No, We're the no, banana boys. No, you don't burn no. the banana boys, motherfucker. All uh, right, well, Tibbs. I would like to say, effectively, I think their bananas just got burnt. What do you think? I always hated burnt bananas in the Sun's Hills. Although, Hammerman still got it. <laughs> that is right, Tibbs. And speaking of a man who got it and then some, let's talk about your son, Chuck Tibbs. I mean, the Hammerman said it just then. Cash in the bag was his night, and it was in spades. Not only did he win the cash in the bag briefcase, he also defeated Scotty Moore after an absolutely hellacious match. We know Scotty Moore defending his title in that triple threat match against Guy Fieri and Momoa Curry, but Scotty Moore kept fighting. Once Chuck came out, they had a classic of a match against one another, at which point Chuck was forced to pull out the most powerful move in the entire arsenal of the Tibbs family, the Trinity Bomb, to get the job done. And Sills, I will say, it was some of the it was the most surprised I'd ever been. I don't think I, I didn't think he was ready for it all by himself, Sills. But he did. He pulled it off. He went and dug down deep. He found that spirit that pervades our bloodline. He found that power that I knew was in him from day damn one. He just had to accept it. That's right, I mean at the end of the day, usually three people. It takes to pull off a Trinity Bomb. The sheer power of that move has destroyed individuals. Hell, the last time you performed a single man Trinity Bomb, we haven't seen you get back in a ring since, Tibbs. No, back still strained from that one, Sills. I got a couple fused vertebrae now. That's right, but Tibbs, it is now time for the main event. It is time for the championship victory celebration for your boy Chuck and you can see him getting in the ring right now and Tibbs let me tell you he looks damn good with that belt around his waist absolutely Sills that's everything I dreamed it would have been take a picture for me well okay well, yeah, yeah there's the picture anyways let's go to the ring to hear what the new champ has to say hey yeah thank you thank you everyone thank you so much uh Look, before we start, I, I just need to speak from the heart for a minute. I, I just wanted to tell you that this has been a really long, hard road for old Chuck Tibbs here. I mean, there were a lot of times that I wasn't sure it'd be worth it. And then, of course, earlier this year I was hospitalized for months, and we thought it would take even more months to come back, but there is one thing that kept me fighting. It was a drive. Uh, after I was laid up in that bed for so long, uh, I didn't even think I'd ever want to get out of it again, because I wasn't even sure if I was going to be able to compete. But my dad came to me one day and gave me this little envelope, and inside it, he said there was a treasure map. And, uh, he said it was something that his dad used to do for him whenever he wanted him to find something. And he said whenever I was ready to open it up and get going. And, well, I opened it up that night. And that's when I realized that this is where I belonged. And this is what I had to fight to come back to. And then that 
envelope. That wasn't a map. It was a training regimen. It was my dad's personal training regimen, the one that he had built and crafted for decades. The one that allowed him to be the great fighter that he used to be. And it wasn't just normal training. It wasn't just some of the most grueling physical activity that I had to do every morning from almost the time I woke up until I went to bed. That was all I did. I trained, I ate, I slept. And at the very end of all of that, I had to go through a grueling trek through the Pacific Northwest, through some of the hardest, harshest areas of this side of the world. After months of climbing and fighting and surviving in that wilderness, I knew that I was ready to come back. And right there, right there, is when I won the JWF cash in the bag. After I won it, I only saw my father for just a few moments. And he handed me another piece of paper, and it wasn't anything special. It was just a, a picture of this championship right here. And I knew that there was no waiting. There was nothing that I could not do at that moment. So I decided, you know what? Full steam ahead, everybody. Chuck Tibbs is going out there tonight, and he is going to win this championship come hell or high water. And by golly, I cashed in my briefcase, and I become I, I became a champion that you could all be proud of. I am a champion that will show up to work every week, ready to fight and ready to win, because after everything I've been through, this isn't just the top of the mountain, this is the bottom, and you're going to see how far I can climb. Scotty Moore, he was a great JWF champion. He, he always won. He always showed up to defend his titles. But I want to be a real champion in the JWF. I want to be here all the time. I want to be fighting for this and showing you what it means to be top of my class. If that means working my ass off day in and day out, you're going to be damn sure that I'm going to be there. I am going to make this company the best one in all of existence. And I can promise you, it might be a long road, it might be a tough fight, but we cannot give up. We all have to keep fighting. I kept fighting, and this, this is what I got for all of it. If anybody knows what that kind of fight is like, fighting when the chips are down, fighting when the odds are stacked against you, you know who that is? That's me. And I can tell you, I can tell you, I will fight for each and every one of you. Every single minute of every... Oh, Tibbs! It's the music of Scotty Moore, the former champion, coming down to the ring. And he looks a little off, Tibbs, I'll be honest with you. I haven't seen him this unkempt, and I don't know when, Sills. It's like he just got out of bed. That's right, he is walking down the ring and he is just staring daggers at Chuck Tibbs. Let's hear what he's got to say. You, 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 you think this is over, Chuck? You think you can just pin me after a grueling match and be done with it? No, 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 Chuck. Because you might think that, ooh, you're fighting for the JWF. You're fighting for a better company. You're willing to climb that mountain, but you're not. You know why? Because you're listening to these fans. You're listening to your dumb-ass 
father and you think it's gonna make this place better, but it's not, it's not, it's not. But I will. I will. You see, these hypocritical fans will lead you down a primrose path of destruction. When I cast in my briefcase, everyone said it was a fluke. Everyone said, oh, Scotty Moore took advantage of a bad situation. Scotty Moore got away with the heist of the century. Scotty Moore stole the title, and I was forced to prove myself. I was forced to prove that my reign was legitimate, but when you do the exact same thing, what do they fucking say? What do the crowd say? What do the commentators say? They say, Chuck Tibbs is the conquering hero. Chuck Tibbs, he's fulfilling his boyhood dream. You don't need to prove a single thing to them. They love you. No matter what you do, Chuck Tibbs, ooh, they're going to cheer your name. They're going to love you. But you've got something to prove to me. Chuck, at Cash in the Bag, you took the coward's way out. You attacked a man who was already beaten and broken and stole his title out from underneath him. I mean, what kind of a man does something like that? And now, look at you. You stand in that ring, a proud, false idol. Talking about, ooh, my daddy gave me a map. Well, I'm going to take that map and burn it to the ground because you haven't proven a damn thing yet, Chuck. And I'll show the JWF universe just how much of a nightmare that I can make your little boyhood dream. Because you're not the hero of the JWF, Chuck. You're not. I am. I've always been. I've always been the hero of this company. I've always been the one who would fight endlessly for this place. And I'll prove that. The minute I stare across the ring from you, I'll prove that the minute that I become JWF champion once again. So enjoy your title, because it's coming back home soon. Well, in Tibbs' strong words there from Scotty Moore, very impassioned. I mean, let's be honest, we didn't really expect... Uh, we, we expected him to be a little bit upset, a little bit angry after losing his title, but that, that was different. There was almost a sorrow to it. I don't know. Still, he, he seemed to really believe that he... I mean, I guess everyone's the hero of their own story, Sills, but I don't know if you can impose your own title of hero of the JWF yourself. But I, I, looks like Scotty Moore has, and he's, he's a very different Scotty Moore than the last one we saw. That's right, and you gotta think. I mean, I know we like to get caught up in it. We were all excited to see Chuck win, but at the end of the day, Scotty is right. Chuck ended up winning roughly the exact same way Scotty won at Wrestlepalooza. We demonized him, but Chuck, we gave a pass. And I do think Chuck Tibbs still does have something to prove in this company. And I think the perfect person to do that against is standing on that uh, entrance ramp right there, the man known as Scotty Moore. And Sills, I'm almost positive that my son will get a chance to prove himself against Scotty Moore. A sure, straight shot, one-on-one title match. That's going to be in their future. That is right, Tibbs. And we will hear 
about Scotty's response to that next week. In addition, the Dylan, after his epic match against Kazuchika Akata, is returning to the JWF, and he is going to be issuing another open challenge to the JWF roster. Who knows who's going to be coming out next to face him? We can only see, Sills. Time will tell. Will the Dylan's undefeated streak hold? Will the technical spectacle remain? Uh, who knows? And in addition to that, we are actually going to hear from Momoa Curry. After that vicious attack from Guy Fieri earlier tonight, I think the god of the JWF is going to have a lot to say, Tibbs. Mm-hmm. Ah. Interesting times we live in, Sills. Interesting times. That is right, Tibbs. But, of course, until then, remember to support the JWF on Patreon. Patreon.com slash a load of BS supports us, supports our mother network, the BS Network, supports Fight Boys, our brother show, and all and in addition to that, you get exclusive content. I know the Fight Boys have got an amazing show up there called Wrestling History X. You get access to old JXT tapes, old developmental tapes. Back when Scotty Moore and Blake Tanner, they were just youngins. I mean, it is a great watch if you want to look at the history of this company. Let the old times roll, Sills. We got all the Golden Age stuff right there for you. That's right. In addition to that, make sure to pick up merch for your favorite JWF superstars at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Click in that JWF wrestling section and you'll find it. We got shirts for all your favorites, including the brand new Fear the Captain's Hook shirt. For, of course, that man, Chuck Tibbs. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. It is a gorgeous shirt. Exactly, Sills. A lot of good money went into designing that shirt. And look, we've got shirts for all of our wrestlers here almost. We got shirts for everybody, and they're good quality, soft, comfy shirts. Very impassioned promo about our shirts there from uh, old Captain Tim. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, he's been Captain Tim. I've been Silver Spoon. This has been JWF Monday Night Ignition, and we will see you next time.